males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times best-selling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, Anthony Flemons and J.T. McCrow, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. With you this week are Anthony Flemons and J.T. McCrow. Gentlemen, let us begin. Man, how you like my voice this morning? Yeah, it sounds pretty uh, deep and sexy. So we've been gone for the last couple of days. Yeah. We went on a little trip. Down and, to Kentucky. Uh, yeah, just got away and hung out with the guys. And it was a good trip. We it just was, man. kind of chilled out. and But, of course, on those trips, sleep deprivation is just a part of it. I so, know, man. For me, anyway. So I don't sleep well in other people's beds. We stayed in Airbnb, which was nice, by the way. It was. It was built in 1700s. That was cool. As right in the middle of town. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, sorry for the uh, for, sorry for the deep voice. So, uh, hey, first, before we get started, guys, uh, just again, thank you for all the feedback, the emails, the donations, everything that you guys are doing to help us do this. Uh, I will say we had a little team meeting last week, and uh, we're getting ready to revamp everything, website, podcast artwork a lot of new things coming up in the next uh month or so so looking forward to a whole brand new look we even got steven to kind of look a little menacing which is difficult <laughs> the mean mug <laughs> we steven. got him the mean mug yeah so uh he doesn't look that that mean you're trying to say he got a grandpa spirit or something uh papa yeah yeah he, he, got the, he got that papa you on the other hand and your mean mug is strong. Bro. I thought yours was the winner out of the three this time. You think? I, I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah, you look it's good. Al- it's almost like you've done, uh, you know, what are those things called when you go into jail? Uh, mugshot. <laughs> Looks like you've done a couple of those. Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm joking. I mean, I'm not joking, but I'm joking. Yeah. Hey, so what did you think about uh, Stephen throwing down the challenge of prayer, which I thought I thought it was an interesting challenge. Yeah, uh, coming with the variety of people that listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's curious, man. We don't we don't talk about religion per se a lot. Yeah, and uh, to to hear him challenge us and challenge me mm-hmm. to pray for myself in that manner, man, was pretty powerful. And uh, I'm just wondering how we're going to get into it and how the men are going to receive it and what kind of feedback we're going to get because we get feedback, man. If we make a misstep, we oh, get yeah. some serious feedback, which I love, by the way. Yeah. But I thought it was I thought it was a great idea. I still think it's great and just I just I'm curious on what we're going to get into today, man. What was your kind of first thoughts when you were listening to it, you know, going into prayer cuz obviously we're both men of faith. Right. Prayer is has always been, you know, that's a part of our faith is yeah. to uh step outside of yourself and believe in something that's more powerful. Yeah. Uh more omniscient than than we are, so to speak. Uh but what was your first thoughts when you as just as a man, yeah. like, you know, I guess the first thing that I thought was, is it necessary, not necessarily for me, because for me, I know that it is, but for the wider audience that we're going to be speaking in front of, are men going to balk and push back at it and go, is it really necessary for me to pray to be the man that I want to be? And, you know, it depends on where your where your sliding scale is on the man that you want to be. But ultimately, even Stephen talked about it, man, is you can be good at this and you can be a great father and you can provide and do all these things well. But yet and still, there's going to be a place that you come to where you're at the end of yourself. Yeah. And I just thought it was real interesting, man, that we were at a 
going to get a chance to talk about it and and maybe even share some times in our lives, man, that prayer really moved some things or happened in our own lives. I don't know. But I just, I don't know, man. I thought it was pretty unusual, uh, the fact that we're going to talk about it, man. So, Yeah, you know, again, doing what I do for a living, I'm, I'm constantly around crisis. And so, you know, men and women too, but we're a man podcast. Men pray when life is on the line, either their life or the life of someone they love. Uh, it's almost like, well, let me try this now. Yeah. And so the way that I took it or the way that I thought about it was, you know, most men are not against prayer. They just find it kind of an odd thing to do because you're seemingly talking to air. Mm. And we're, you know, you and I are sitting looking at each other, sure. having a conversation so we can look at body language. We can look at the tone in our voice, the reflection, the inflections, I'm sorry, of that. I mean, there's a lot of body things that we can look at and kind of feed off of, yeah. of where this conversation is going. And you don't have that when you're praying to a God that you can't see. Yeah. Regardless if it's the universe, a higher power, whatever you want to call it, you know, now, you know, I have my opinions about that as well, <laughs> but I think they find it just a little odd and a little uncomfortable. Intimidating. And yeah, intimidating yeah, I mean, and, and maybe embarrassing, even if it's by yourself driving down the road. Yeah. Uh, now we'll sing out loud to our favorite song, but we won't pray a soft prayer underneath our breath. Yeah. What do I say? Yeah. What do I, I say? How do I behave? Were you trained as a boy? And I know that your mom was huge in the church, mm -hmm. but were you trained as a boy? Do you remember times somebody coming to you going, hey, this is how you pray? Or did you just pick it up by osmosis and just? Yeah, I think I picked it up. You know, it was probably more, as we would say, caught than taught. Yeah. You know, you're just kind of looking at, at how your parents, their prayer life or the way that they interact with uh, God, you see uh, people in the church, you know, because, man, there's as many people as there are. That's how many types of prayers Absolutely. probably that, you know, uh, and ways of doing it. I don't know if there is a correct way. I don't know if there's a process if you don't pray this way. Yeah. Now, I know there's things that you can do to hinder prayer. Yeah. <laughs> like unforgiveness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, expecting others to do uh, or live a kind of a life that you're unwilling to do, but you want them to do. I think that hinders kind of like, wait a minute, you know, uh, I don't think that works. Yeah. I thought it was awesome that he was encouraging us to pray for ourselves, to pray to be a better man. Because for me, a lot of times I'm looking around and I'm seeing everything that's coming against me and everything that's affecting my life. And I want to change the exterior. I want to change your behavior. I want to change my wife's behavior, my children's behavior, my boss's behavior. And his encouragement is to pray for ourselves. Mm -hmm. God, make me a better man, yeah. you know? And, and I think that it's going to be crucial I'll say it here at the beginning that you do keep these notes, man, that he's saying every little thing, man, that you see that comes as a result of this prayer, write it down, because that's going to be something that you'll get in the habit of looking back at yeah. in tough times, man. Yeah. I don't think we should look at it as prayer is behavioral modification. Mm. Prayer is more of a mindset transformation, mm. meaning that it's that's there to just like drugs, just like porn, just like we know that that changes physically the composition of the brain. Right. Well, prayer can do the exact same thing as porn could do to the negative. Prayer can do to the positive. Sure. So if you look at it from that standpoint, it's it's actually been proven to be healthy that you pray and that you for your for your brain that you 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 don't depend upon yourself. Yeah. Because you it limits you. 
So you're limiting yourself to your own capabilities whenever you don't pray. Yeah. Uh, and now I know that may, well, that's a spiritual religious thing. And it, it may be true. I mean, again, I did grow up a certain way that prayer was an important part of everywhere that I was at. And maybe that's influenced me, you know, I, touche. I think maybe it does. But I've also seen the outcome of it because I've been around it. Right. So somebody can't argue with me telling me that it's not important if they've never done it and they haven't seen the outcome. Like, no, no. I've been in places where, to me, I've witnessed bona fide people being healed. Now, there have been arguments that that is, you know, you you tricked your brain into thinking a certain way or doing a certain thing. However you want to justify that, I've just seen... I've seen people's lives change because of prayer. Now we're going to go down a rabbit hole, but but even in that, if if we believe what we believe is is that the God God is the creator of all. Mm-hmm. God put all the natural systems in place. Even if it is the fact that you spoke it and your body responded to you speaking and began to create a process within your body to begin to heal you, which there are people, man, and it's been documented that people without faith have begun to just pray openly mm-hmm. and ask, Hey, I don't, whoever's out there do this thing. And the, the fact of them praying and asking, it has caused them to get healed or be better in a better situation. Yeah. And some even immediately uh, it's changed the direction of their health. So, but, but what we have to keep in mind too, man, that God can work in a miraculous way. He can do something outside the confines of just our natural world. And then he can work with the systems and processes that he's already put in place within our bodies. Yeah. And, you know, there's a course that we do uh, with me and JT and it's called the Conqueror series. Yeah. And it gets into a lot of the brain science, which Stephen talked about, about epigenetics, man, where we can turn switches off in our own lives and then through reproductive process, past that switch just turned off or on onto our children and both ways, good and bad. So we turn these things on and off in our lives, but just, just that's not really a way out of prayer to say, well, it was a natural body's, you know, process of just dealing with this. So, and you know, again, prayer, some, again, sometimes I think weird and I know other men think weird things too. It's like, if I pray and something happens, do I have to give credit to that God or can I take the credit myself? So, I mean, there's just all kinds of little nuances that go into reasons why, uh, you know, men are uncomfortable praying. Yeah. Uh, And again, it's, it's a maturing thing. In my opinion, you know, it's like when you're, when you're a baby, I look at my grandson and he's completely dependent upon his parents, Yeah. but there's going to come a time where, they're going to start teaching him to be independent, right? to be able to do things yourself. And I think in a way, uh, but he's always going to acknowledge them as his parents. And the older that I get now, the more that I realize, I realize how much my dad and mom did do for me, mm-hmm. right? So it's a journey where now I'm, I'm more grateful for the things they taught me that I wanted to take credit for. But yet I look at my life and go, where where did I learn that? And so it's it's coming from a place where, I'm getting of the age where credit doesn't matter right. as much because I realize, guess what? If you're fighting for all the credit, when the blame comes around, you got to take it. it you got to take that one too. Yeah. So I try to stay pretty even killing that. I'm in a situation right now where I'm kind of behind the scenes with something and I'm doing all this work. Nobody knows, but a few people because I, there is there. It's very important to me that this happens. So I'm actually helping this guy, training him, Hey, here's what to do. So I'm in his ear showing him what to do. Yeah. 
And all along the way, he's realizing, man, this is really good. Uh, but yet he's going to get the credit. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. Right. Because for one, I do think it's important that he gets the credit because of what it does for him. Now he's coming to me and going, man, you're doing all this. I go, champ, just you keep, keep doing going. It. Keep going because it really matters to me that you are successful in this. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's just a maturity thing. You said something. And before we get too far away from it, I want to talk about it. So I'm going to take a chance to make you seem crazy right here. Make this, me seem crazy. Yeah, this is that's this not a that's not a large leap, yeah. bro. But so praying, mm-hmm. do you get verbal answers? Do you get a response? Do you get acknowledgement uh, when you pray? It's a great question. Uh, I do know people that have stated that they hear an audible voice sometimes. Yeah, me, I never have. Really, I never have. No, mine is more of a um, confirmation. Yeah. From other places. Like I could pray something and be the first time I ever pray it. And it could be something just off the wall. And that day <laughs> somebody will say something that's going along with that prayer. And I'm like, what? What the heck? Yeah. So little, my, my wife would call it a God wink. Just kind of mm. wink, kind of winks at you like, gotcha. You know, I heard um, you. yeah, those little bitty things. But look, sometimes I know, I know a man uh, who prayed the same prayer every single day for 14 years. Every day. Do I know him? Yeah. Wow. And it's a very specific prayer that he felt that he should pray for this other person, for another person. Way. Now, to his knowledge, his prayer did not come true or did not happen to his knowledge. And we talked about, well, you can't really 100% know that because you're never 100% in the mind of another man. Sure. So we never know before he died, you know, what took place or whatever. But the fact is what he would say now is the discipline of that taught him, right? That it doesn't matter if a prayer gets answered. What matters is, did you do what you felt that you should do and stay committed to it no matter what happens? Mm. And so it it overflowed into other areas of his life because it taught him a discipline. Now he says, that's the answered prayer. Hmm. Really, he did it for this other person, but in really in reality, it was a prayer for him to get closer to God, and God gave him the opportunity. It's like when somebody says, I need patience. I'm going to pray for patience. Well, guess what? Yeah, don't do that. Here comes a lot of opportunities <laughs> for you to have to work on that patience muscle. So, Man. but yeah, uh, you know, I don't hear audible uh, at all. I do have gut feelings, whatever you want to call it. I mean, there's all kinds of terms out there for that. Yeah. But I do... I mean, I do feel like that I'm led by those kind of things. You know, as a man, we want to we want to be able to do it all ourselves and figure things out ourselves and uh, come up with our own ways. But and and I know that this is a problem for me, man. I look at my life and I go, man, some of these things that are reachable for me, like I can maintain that. I don't need to pray about this. I got that. But then I go to God with things that feel like they're outside of my reach. Now, that would be reasonable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, but yet and still, we have to learn to pray for things that are within our reach, too, because we can start depending on ourselves so much that we're not asking God to intervene in our lives in all things. But I remember a time, man, that I had a really, really bad pain in my knee, man. It was incapacitating. Like, I couldn't walk. And uh, it had been dealing with it for three or four days, man. And my wife, uh, Christina, we were sitting in the living room one day and she just got mad at, for us, the devil. She got mad at the enemy. 
And she just started praying out loud, man. And she came over and she took oil and just anointed my knee, man, and just prayed over my knee for like 10 minutes. And she and she yelled at me, now get up and walk. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's going to be difficult. And I talked about, do you hear responses? Do yeah. you hear from God? And I remember this, I feel like it was audible. I don't know if it was in my heart, in my head, in my mind, in my spirit or whatever, but God caught what was going on in my heart. And he said, I don't need you to protect me. Mm. Get up and walk. Because what I was thinking, man, the enemy came in right after she said, get up and walk. And he goes, if you get up and you can't walk, it's going to make God look bad. Yeah, sure. And the last thing I wanted to do was make God look bad. That's a very and my wife, response. Yeah, yeah, my wife had put all this time into it. She says, and she's like, get up and walk. And man, I can remember getting up off that couch, man, and the pain was gone. Like this was a, like a legitimate healing, man. Yeah. And so we have these moments in our lives, man. And I remember running around my house and doing laps around my rooms and all this stuff, just excited about having been healed. But I, I would encourage you in this, that there's going to be times that you pray and you'll even pray now for things that are so big or so far outside of what's normal that you're going to be afraid to even stand in what you're praying for. Yeah. To trust that he can do it. Now, does he do it every time? No. 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 Does, does Is there some science or some reason or all this? No. But I know that he can do miraculous healings just like that. And we have to realize that everything that God does for us is for our benefit. Yeah. So it's not some an answer prayer is for our benefit. It's to grow our faith. An unanswered prayer, maybe it's to grow our patience. Maybe it's to grow our endurance or perseverance. I mean, there's always reasons why prayers get answered or don't get answered. Or as some of our friends would say, all prayers are answered. They're just some are delayed. Yeah. Or but, yes, no, and yeah. maybe later. But the, the other thing I thought, too, is there's a lot of guys probably listening to this that just, it's just, they don't understand it at all. And they're like, oh, I don't even now. Again, in this culture, we know what meditation is. Yeah. Meditation is put out there. You know, we know what that is. And so I would suggest, you know, just kind of think about it. And that if you want to if you have to start with that. OK, great. It's just a quiet time set aside where you can just rest your mind and not be thinking about the task of the day, not be thinking about what you're going to wear, what you have to do, the things that were done to you yesterday that you're mad about. You know, it is just a time set aside that's just quiet bringing your mind in a place of peace and that it can be spoken to. You know, and the way that Stephen really presented this challenge, it could be a lot less than that. Sure. It could be simply you deciding when you put your feet at the side of your bed to go, God, in this day, make me a better man. Yeah. It is that it can be that simple. Yeah. And so prayer is a, is, is a number of things. I mean, a prayer could be, 15 seconds long. It could be 15 minutes long. It could be three hours long, but it is a conversation like with a good father. Yeah. And I, we talked about this, you know, think about the simplicity of somebody that's better at something than you are. Mm -hmm. And you're going to them and go, Hey, how can I get better at this? Yeah. That's a real simple. Now we would say that's a form of a prayer. Yeah. So it becomes that simple, but you're just not there's nobody's face in front of you. And it is maybe you're laying on your back and you're out, you open your eyes. And the first thing you just whisper, God, make me a better man. Yeah. How can I be better today? Yeah. And then sit back and watch the opportunities 
that come your way that actually make you better. Yeah. And that's the answer of prayer. If you want to be a better man, then there's you're going to have to get into situations that are uncomfortable. You, you may not think that you can lead out of that. You may think that, man, I'm just going to sit back and watch this happen. But being better as a man to me is learning all of those patience, perseverance, you know, cannot continue to do this even if it hurts me, but it's better for somebody else. Yeah. Those kind of things. And I think that you'll get opportunities during the day to live those things out. Well, let's talk about you and me, JT. Who are you praying to? Who are you praying to? Well, I'm 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 praying. Well, I was going to be funny, but <laughs> of course, for you and me, I mean, we're praying to the God of the Bible because we feel that he is the creator of all things. Right. And why would you why would I choose a lesser than being to pray to than the one that created it all, including me? So, JT, so you you pray to the God of the Bible mm-hmm. and that's who I pray to. to. Sure. Yeah. And I know where you're wanting to go with this. You're, you're fighting really hard not to ask me certain questions that will lead us down a theological conversation. Yeah, I understand that. Um, uh, let me say this because I know where you want you're you're trying to get to. I think that there's a prayer that somebody that doesn't understand who God is that God honors. Oh yeah, because uh, it's you know it's like a, a child that doesn't really know his way and is lost, you're going to, you know, he can go to an adult and that adult's probably going to help him find his way. Right. But then there's the father where I'm a part of the family. And we, we understand as as Christians, you know, we are adopted into the family of God and that gives us the right to call him father. Gotcha. The illegal, let me say the legal right uh, to call him dad. Got it. So, you know, it's like a lot of my, daughter's friends that come over our house call me dad yeah i'm not legally their dad right my house too man yeah and i'm not going to be doing things for them that their legal dad's going to do you might yeah i mean well to a degree yeah but then if i'm their real father or say i something happens and i adopt them into my family then that's a that's a game changer now i got a responsibility as a father Mm. to do certain things legally that i didn't have before so is that kind of the yeah 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 that'll that'll get us there okay good you know so if we're if we're praying for ourselves God make me a better man like what kinds of things are we praying for like for me man I want to mm, I, I want to learn to lean on Him when it's outside of my reach man because like right now I'm fretting about a lot of things maybe that maybe pertain to work or yeah. pertain to my household or pertain to my kids. And and I'm wrestling with them. But then when I get to this place where they're outside of my reach, then I want to go to God and say, hey, God, help me in this. But that's OK. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's OK. But, you know, I think that the practice or the procedure or the the systematic uh, repeating, you know, a simple prayer and seeing an answer or seeing a movement in that area, it gives us confidence for the next thing. And the next thing and the next thing. And it's like anything in life. The more experience we have with a thing, the more comfortable we become with it. So I think that this is a great place for us to all start, even if we're, you know, we've been saved or been Christians or been whatever for 30 years. It's still a good place to back up and go to and go very simply. God, make me a better man. Yeah. And if there's something specific in your life that you want to attend it to, then you can ask for that as well. Yeah. And what does that that simple prayer it produces some foundational thoughts 
Meaning if I'm asking someone else to make me a better man, I'm assuming that there's something greater than myself out there. Yeah. That's a, that's a foundational thought. It means that the somebody probably has more control of situations than I have. Yeah. And I'm relinquishing, man, I, I need that kind of help. And I think those are all positives because we've seen the outcome of men who don't think there's anything higher than them, higher than their authority, higher than their decision-making, higher than, you know, they don't have to answer to anybody. Uh, Hitler comes to mind, uh, if I'm thinking of this through, which he claimed to some degree Christianity, right? But which was, I mean, you can claim whatever you want. I mean, I can claim I'm an NFL football player. Yeah. I can claim anything I want. It doesn't make it true. So there, you know, it's it's a relinquishing of and a saying of, I actually don't know what to do and I can't control the situation and I need help. And I yeah. think that's a very, very healthy mindset to have. And a vulnerable mindset to have. And I think that might be why a lot of men defer to pray mm. because they feel like it's asking for help. Yeah. And I don't need any help. Well, I shouldn't need any okay. help. Okay, and that's the part that's healthy. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't think that you need help, you're the one that actually needs more help than most. Yeah. Because a man who's praying for help understands he's got a mindset of, I can't actually do this by myself. And yeah. that's that's a place that I think men need to come to because, it's again, it sets them up for success in my mind. So I was thinking through as we were talking about this, you know, what, what are the benefits for those out there who who are listening and go, I, I'm still confused about what this thing is. I mean, for if you're a Christian or if you're a different religion, that prayer is, is important. You get all this, but what about the guy who doesn't hasn't grown up in that? And going, okay, I don't. I'm a little confused. I don't know what what's really the benefit. I don't even understand the process. I mean, yeah. just you know. So I was thinking about that guy. And thinking about, okay, what are the benefits of having a posture of praying to something that's bigger than me? What are the benefits? Well, it's a way to connect to that higher, that we will say God. It's a place where we can express gratitude. Thank you for this. And that's hard for a man to say if he's wanting all the credit, right? Mm. That's hard to say. But it's, again, something that's larger, bigger than me. Yeah, thank you for that. It's a place to find peace. A lot of guys can't find peace. They live in a world of turmoil at work. They come home. It's it's not in peace. You know, there's always drama. There's always traumatic things going on. And just to take that little bit of time, just let me find some peace. I do this all the time, by the way, in my in my when I'm driving because I drive so much. A lot of times I listen to podcasts. A lot of times I'm listening to books. I'll listen to music. But quite often now I find myself in silence Yeah, and just letting my mind, you know, think through some things. Just, I don't, I don't think of problems as much as just thinking through, man, where I'm at right now. What am I dealing with in my mind? You know, what are the, what are the false mindsets that I have? What are the lies that I listen to that Mm. aren't true? Because guys, we all listen to lies that are not true about ourselves. uh, And they seem to be the loudest voice. So, you know, just, having a moment of silence to think through those things. And it helps me reflect on those thoughts and those emotions that I'm having. Are they really true? I mean, I have to think through the, because it's again, we have a lot of thoughts that are not true. Yeah. And we just have to call it a lie, a lie and go, that's not, I can't, why am I believing that? And my life is acting upon that lie when I actually know it's a lie. Uh, and I just keep perpetuating it by, by doing these actions when I know it's a lie. So I find it, 
interesting. You said prayer can be just a moment of appreciation. Mm -hmm. You know, and if, if I look to someone else and say, you know, thank you, then I'm saying that I really didn't have much to do with it myself if it was somebody else. And I've heard guys say this, man, you know, that God didn't build my company. You know, I built my company sure. getting up at four o'clock every morning, you know, doing this and doing that. And, you know, I, I get it, you know, because God in my in my instance, man, I believe that God endows us with, you know, these talents and, and all these uh, different things, man, to help us uh, be effective in this world. But being able to go to God and say, thank you for progressing this thing or thank you for progressing that thing, man. I think that that's difficult for a lot of men too, JT. Yeah, I have a thought on that because, again, this is just my experience. And so I'm, you know, you can't talk me out of it because I've experienced it with other men. Yeah. A guy that doesn't give credit and and makes that statement, I'm the one that built my company. I'm When there's a lot of eyes in something, the tall tale is when, when something happens and they blame something. <laughs> yeah. Because they become narcissistic mm. in the way that they think. Yeah. I did this. I built that. I'm the one that got it before I am. I'm the one that did this. I'm the one that did that. I'm not. No, God helped me do that. Blah, blah, blah. And then it shatters. Why did God do that to me? Uh, that is so true, man. Because we've trained ourselves to be narcissistic in, in the sense of I'm the one that's doing all this. I'm the God of my own universe. So therefore when it goes wrong, it cannot be me because I did it right because I did it right. Mm. And so again, prayer is one of those things that puts us in a posture of maybe it doesn't depend upon me. That's good. All depend upon me. Of yeah. course we have to always say this. We have to partner with God. Yeah. We can't just, I, I see so many people stuff their faces with unhealthy food for years and then they have a bad report from the doctor and then they all of a sudden want a miracle. Yeah. Like they're praying that God heal them right now. It's like, well, back you, off 20, 30 years of bad. Eating you weren't, you weren't praying that yeah. during the pro, you know, it's now all of a sudden you, and then they'll get mad if he doesn't do it mm -hmm. because they feel entitled because they've been taught that. It's like, no, you have to, we have to do our parts. Now the supernatural, so to speak, part is, Something it's outside, available. Something outside of the natural, yeah. and it does. It, it doesn't been reported, and it's been documented. Stuff like that can happen, but we do have to do our part, and we do have to acknowledge that. I mean, look this this life has got to be bigger than just my little once in Franklin, Tennessee, amongst three hundred thirty other million people. You know, it's like it just seems so ridiculous to me that I would think that something out there is not bigger than little old me. Yeah. So now I did want to go through quickly because we always do this. So how do you get started? If you've never done it, it's weird. You know, do I sit by myself? Do I, you know, how do I even do this? Uh, so I thought through this a little bit, uh, just trying because I am so used to it. So I have to, you know, once you're used to something. Yeah. It just comes natural and you just do it. It's kind of like, man, how does, how did we do that? You yeah. Know? First of all, you know, you got to set the intentions of why you want, prayer in your life in the first place it means you have to what's the reason why i even want to do this why why would i want to go god make me a better man and for this instant it could be as simple as steven suggested it as a great thing yeah it could be as simple as that so here's the thing the voice will tell you not to do it 
And remember, guys, there's two voices in your head, and there's one that always wants you to do what will not benefit you. It wants comfort. It wants to be right. It wants all of those things. So it it tells you, even as now, just think of the simplicity of God make me a better man. Don't you do that? Don't you do that? Because what if it doesn't happen? What if it? What you said, you know, it starts. Yeah. Doubt starts coming. Fear starts coming. Yeah. So, uh, but you have to. What is the purpose? What is the reason why that you want to pray in the first place? Is it guidance? Gratitude? Is it peace? Is it self reflection? Uh, it, it. What it does is it gives your prayer a purpose. And so, if you don't give your prayer a purpose, why would you do it in the first mm-hmm. place, right? So that's the first one. Being set an intention or a purpose of why you want to say that. Again, we're going back to the simplicity of God make me a better man. Why would you want to pray that? Yeah. And give it a purpose. Secondly is choose a time during the day. Uh, And this is part of the habitual part of this, you know, where it becomes just so ingrained in you that you do it uh, without thinking about it. And that may be, uh, like Anthony said, it could be as soon as your feet hit the floor off the bed, the first thing you say is, God make me a better man. Or maybe it's you go sit in your office and it's just time away. Maybe you take your coffee. I know, I know plenty of guys that take their coffee and go out, sit in their backyard or yeah. sit in their office and just kind of a moment of reflection before the day gets going. Maybe it's before bedtime. I remember uh, quite often I would, I say this all the time, when your head hits the pillow, it's just you and God. Mm. So maybe that used to be my time of like, okay, Lord, this is, this is what I see about myself today that I didn't like, or this is where I need help, or this is, what do you want me to do? Sometimes, you know, prayer is not just about getting something because that becomes, that becomes one-sided. It's it's what what would we say? It's prayer is not about getting something from God. It's him getting something to you that you need. Yeah. And so sometimes you need to hear his voice and lessen the volume of yours. It could be as simple in prayer too, man. It may start with God make me a better man, and, and that may go on for weeks. Yeah. Because I think this is six, six weeks. weeks. Yeah. That may go on for weeks, and then one day that you might say, "God make me a better man," in this way, mm-hmm. and progress on and on and on. And before you know it, maybe you're having a, a deeper conversation with God. But what we can't get away from is that the simple demeanor towards God to go, God, help me make me a better man mm-hmm. is the heart position that we're looking for. Correct. And and even if it's, you know, maybe, maybe you need to practice with a father yeah. and go to your father and go, Hey dad, help me to be a better man. But the ultimate goal is to go to something much bigger than ourselves mm-hmm. and ask for help. And what we're doing, by the way, is we're asking them to look inside our lives and tell us the areas where we're not doing well where we could be doing better. That's really what you're asking. Yeah. So don't get mad when it's pointed out. Yeah. Right. Another thing, maybe, maybe by a friend or by your wife or your spouse, or maybe he just downloads it to you. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's a good, it's a great point. Uh, Thirdly, what I say, choose a time. So thirdly, choose a space. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I, I know guys that have created spaces that they put their favorite things or they'll put pictures of their family or they'll put maybe in your truck or your car, you know, creating a space could be simply writing this prayer. God, make me a better man on a post-it note and stick it on your dash. That way you're just every day you're, you remember, and maybe you say it multiple times. A Absolutely. Day, just say, God, maybe you're getting a situation. You just go sit in your car and just go look at that and go, God, make me a better man in this situation. Yeah. I'm relinquishing what I think I should do and asking for your wisdom. Is this what I should do? Yeah. Right. So you have to create that space. Uh, fourthly, you know, 
look, don't go in and start asking, you know, for big things. Try, I mean, start like everything else, start small. And maybe you begin with just a prayer a day. Like we're saying, that challenge of God make me a better man. And you say it one day and a week later, you start seeing all these opportunities that have been given to you to become that better man. And you go, man, I need to up this up because this is now, now we're getting some momentum, right? Maybe it's two or three times a day. Uh, another thing I would do, I'll do this. Most of us have smartphones, set an alarm for every day to go off and just remind you, boom, okay, God, make me a better man. So like I have all my family, according to their birthdays on my phone. Right. So like my birthday is February 26th, then on two twenty at 2.26 p.m., that alarm goes off. I know, okay, I'm, I'm to pray for that. And these are not long, drawn out, you know, five-minute prayers. I mean, sometimes it's like... Man, God, just enlarge their tents, enlarge their territory, make them successful, keep them safe. That's it. Yeah. That's all I did. But it, it's a daily reminder that I need to pray for my family. And maybe you can do the same thing with this prayer at this, you know, at a certain time every morning, your alarm goes off and you go, God, make me a better man. That simple. Yeah. And I'll push back just a little bit. I love it. We're, we're starting small, but if you need something big, ask for something big. Yeah. And that's where I say everybody goes through a crisis and all of a sudden they're asking yeah. for some major stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if you need something big, I mean, testing, ask for something big. The other thing is kind of, um, this is an opportunity to express yourself too. you know, meaning that I could say, God, make me a better man. And it stops right there. But what if I want to go a little further? It's like, it's funny because if you really believe in God, he already knows your intentions and your motives. So this is the one opportunity in your life that you have to be completely open because there's no judgment. Because if there was judgment, he had already judged you because he already knows your intentions. Right. So it's a moment to be vulnerable and just open with somebody, which we're typically not. And there's something honestly healing about that in itself is just going, okay, let me get all of this out. Let's say you're driving down the road in your car and man, you just like, man, I got to get all of this off my chest. Well, God is a great person to do that with. He's a good listener. He's a good listener and he's not going to strike you dead. That's what a lot of people think. A lot of guys think, man, if, if, you know, you, if you only knew what I've done, yeah. well, he does. And he hasn't struck you dead yet. Yeah. So coming to ask him is like me as a father. Again, going back and looking looking at that, I mean, there are things that all of our kids will do that we don't agree with, and it hurts us. And it's like, man, I didn't raise you to be like that. What? And so we already kind of know what's going on. So if that my kids were to come to me in a moment in, in time and go, Dad, this is what I do. You know, I just need your help. I'm not going to go. Nope, you chose wrong. You're out of here. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to do that. So how much more? Will a really good father like God not do that? Right. So he's waiting for us. It's like confession, but he already kind of knows. So it's a great time to just be open and vulnerable and express, you know, again, not just what you need, but to express gratitude. I'll keep coming back to the gratitude part because none of us like somebody who just asks for stuff all the time without thanking us. I mean, that gets old quick. Like, man, I'm always doing that, dude. And he just always, I guess he feels like I should do it. And we'll stop doing stuff for him, right? Now, that's our human nature. Right. So it's like, that's what gratitude is, is understanding, man, done something. Thank you, Anthony, for doing that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And that just gives room for you to do it the next time, if you so choose to, which sure. I'm not going to expect it. Right. 
Uh, the next one is be consistent, just consistencies. If you do something every day, right, we know this. If you do something every day, eventually it becomes so ingrained in you that you do it without thinking or it doesn't become weird anymore. It's like the first time I uh, walked into a new gym. You know, it's just kind of weird. It's like you're looking around, don't know anybody. Every time. <laughs> yeah, don't know how the equipment works. I mean, you just kind of like, man, I don't know. You know, man, after the first month, I mean, you're the pro in there showing somebody. You can see somebody walking in kind of going, oh, I remember that look. Yeah. You know, and you kind of help them like, hey, yeah, this is how you do that, you know, whatever. Yeah. But any anything the first time you do it is like that. But you got to stay consistent, persistent at it, and it will become ingrained and a part of it. And you'll like going into the gym, you'll add more weight the more you go. Yeah. And you'll see that, man, this is benefiting. This is extremely beneficial to me if I keep doing this. Um, and then lastly, just stay open minded. Don't be closed-minded when it comes to God or higher power, however you want to say it. I always say God. Be open-minded to how the conversation may go or the things that may happen to you uh, by saying these simple prayers. And don't be shocked about it. Just stay open-minded about it. And the last thing I would say is be sure to follow the discipline that Stephen is asking for us all to follow Yeah, is to make those notes, man. Just write down, hey, I, I realized this today or, you know, I, I thought this today or somebody came and said this thing today or this was revealed to me today. Just keep track of the answers. Yeah. To your prayer. Yeah. One thing, you know, Stephen and I talked about this past week was getting a great man journal. Uh, that's a little different than, you know, all the other journals out there, which is great. I mean, journaling is personal and it's, but just have some of the kind of things that you can journal just so that you can go back and see the progression. Right. Because if you don't go back and look, I mean, I've got journals from, man, 2004 uh, that I sometimes go back and read through just to, it's amazing where I, I don't, I'm not even that guy anymore. Mm. And I go, well, this, this dude was a stupid dummy you know yeah but that's the that's the power of journaling it's not just in the moment it's that you can go back and reflect and see growth over a, a certain amount of time so uh again in closing i'll just go through these again real quick uh just be intentional set the intention set the purpose of why you want to pray in the first place uh give a purpose behind your prayer Choose a time, whether it's morning, afternoon, night, on your pillow, in your car, maybe at lunchtime, maybe in a coffee shop, wherever. Uh, just choose a time, create a space if you can. Maybe Again, maybe it's as simple as in your car, whatever. It's just. I love that one. A sticky note on your dash. Yeah. Put a sticky note on your dash. Put an alarm in your phone. Something that you create the space, even if it's just for a moment. Right. That you get used to. Again, start small. I do love what you said, man. If you've got big stuff, ask for big stuff. But typically, it's it's we want to know if this thing's going to really yeah, work. Dip your toe in, yeah, before I jump in completely. Yeah. So start with small stuff. And I think again, the challenge, God make me a better man. That I hope you understand how small of a prayer that is. That is small. Now you may be going, that ain't small. No, that is small. That's mm. a great place to start. And I say it's small because you don't quite understand how big God is yet and how such a small, easy prayer for him to answer that is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find it easy to say, easy to ask for because yeah. everybody wants to be a greater man. Yeah, sure. Uh, again, express yourself in it. Be be vulnerable. Be truthful. Right. In this, because there's 
nobody's around and God's not going to come down and strike you dead for the things that you think that you've done that you can't be forgiven for, which is there's nothing really. Uh, be consistent. Of course, you know, over time, do it every day and just get grow that muscle of consistency in this area and then stay open minded to what is possible when you pray this simple of a prayer. And we'll see you back in six weeks, six weeks. Send us those reports. Yeah. I mean, contact us by email messenger. Let us know uh, the way that it's changing your life or what it's, how it's affecting your life. If you get answers, man, give us those answers, man. We want to really let us know how these prayers are affecting your life. I think that's a great follow-up is do contact us. And maybe we'll even read some of the things uh, on the podcast uh, to encourage others who don't, who they don't think that this kind of stuff works. Yeah. Uh, Man, I would love to do that. Yeah, man, that'd be great. Email us, direct messages, however you can get in contact with us and give us those stories because becoming a better man and taking the time to pray and ask something that's greater than you to rely on that as a part of being a great man. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen, Anthony, or JT to speak at your man's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production.